You're listening to CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal. For CJLO News, I'm Michael Foldvari. An ammonia leak injured 10 people in St. Bruno de Montarville on Wednesday morning. According to CBC News, the ammonia leak occurred inside the Exceldor poultry plant. Longueuil Police and the Montreal Fire Department's hazmat team were called in to assist the employees, and no one had to be taken to hospital. An accident at the Wainwright Canadian Forces Base in Alberta has left one soldier dead and three injured. According to CTV News, Sergeant Robert J. Denerowitz was crushed to death by a vehicle. Three other soldiers have been hospitalized following the horrific incident. French intelligence experts discovered that forces working with Syrian President Bashar al-Assad executed the fatal nerve gas attack that took place on April 4th. According to Reuters, the chemical weapon attack killed countless people in the town of Khan Sheikh Khun. This attack prompted the United States to launch a missile strike on Syria, the first direct assault between the U.S. and the Assad government in the last six years. To hear the newscast and learn more about the news team, visit cjlo.com news. This has been a CJLO production. What's up, everybody? Geektastic Cypher, CJLO 1698. And we're in the studio. How y'all feeling? Yo, yo. It's real quiet, real quiet, yo. <laughs> What's up? Everyone's focused on their uh, streaming game. <laughs> They're getting <laughs> the streams up. We're uh, distracted. Geektastic Cypher, CJLO. This is Doc Holiday in the studio with... Lord Skinny. Skin Deep. And our boy... Khalil from Perfect Strangers and Planet Earth. Is so planet like Earth I'm not th- from planet Earth too. <laughs> I was going to say Jupiter son. <laughs> is planet Earth another Jupiter son? Another band? <laughs> another oh group? man, that's so good. That is a good name for that's a band. That's my next band name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope your first <laughs> band doesn't get annoyed with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like on air talking about and the next band I'll be with. <laughs> and tonight I might meet my next ex-wife. Uh oh. so we are we're we're doing this uh I'm injured. So I'm amazed that I could make it here, kids. Yeah, kids. She is back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hurt myself. I uh, I fell in the metro. That's <laughs> not even joking. No, please joking. elaborate on that. Yeah. So I was, you know, the yellow band that's like the danger zone where you're not supposed to like stand when the metros are coming in. Yes. Sir. The metro was there, and I was rushing, and that yellow band was wet because it was raining outside, and I slipped and fell into the metro cart. And hit my shoulder into the pole that you hold on to, and hit both my knees, and twisted my left ankle sideways. Jeez. Um, so that hurt quite a bit, and uh, it sucked. But you know, you still got to do your show. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because you, because that's the thing. I want to do the show. I like doing Geektastic Siphon, and, uh, and I have fun doing the show. So I want to make sure that I can do it, but. When you're hurt, it's hard, harder and harder to do. Especially when you're, you can't go up downstairs. Yeah, because that's the thing. I couldn't even go up or down the stairs to get the key to get in. But all that said, people we're here. At you funny. Yeah, yeah. You Yo, this cane and people are like, man, what about him? I gotta say, Montreal, <laughs> y'all are some heartless people. Yeah, nobody's moving for you, huh? Nobody. No moving. metro moves. Yo, two, it's because you think you're styling, man. <laughs> Only two people gave me seats. Both um, Middle Eastern men. That's it. Oh, shoot. It's no they, one else. They think you're styling. Or cosplaying. This is yeah. trying to be tuxedo mask. <laughs> <laughs> tuxedo, tuxedo mask with a fitted and no, a... <laughs> no tuxedo, tuxedo mask. And a, and a goose down, uh, <laughs> goose down, goose down vest. <laughs> this dude is trying to be the black kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's a good segue. I'm going to talk about kingpin in uh, the comic segment. Ooh. Uh, oh. One of the most amazing comics... Four mini, four part miniseries that I've read in a while. Um, anyways, we won't start with that. We got the DTD, so that's what you kids tune in for on the weekly. And uh, this one is an interesting one. This one came out of a conversation that was had uh, that that we were having at Universal Griade, who was nice enough to host our Franklin Armstrong Collective Friends and Fam brunch that nice we plug. did. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I call it the Crew Jamma Jam. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> any name is a, is a suitable one because we no, all have fan. fun. Crew Jamma Jam. We had fun. I, I mean, I had a really good time. We were there with uh, Khalil. You came through. 
Yup. Skinny was there. True. Miriam Khan. True. M- Michelle Franklin. True. My girl. True. Uh, Wendell Jaws D. True. His lady. Yup. Okay. Yeah, which was cool. She was mystery solved. Oh, you were wondering <laughs> who that was. I'm yeah, right. mystery. I don't think anyone ever introduced you. That's <laughs> no true. No idea. I had no idea. Uh, Andrew. So I shouldn't have hit on her. <laughs> oh, were you? <laughs> I was like, you can't kill, girl. <laughs> hey, what up? And then um, I'll let skinny Andrew from uh, geeking out at the pod at the geeking out at the pod geeking out, out the tower, tower. podcast. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, I think that's everyone, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So that was us. We went out. We had a good time. Uh, had some good food. Broke bread and discussed uh, a whole bunch of things that we want to do in the future. So you guys will keep checking out franklinarmstrong.com for more information uh, coming down the street from uh, down the road from uh, all those plans. Uh, but yes, we had a w- very random conversation about characters who were introduced naked. Naked. Mm. Uh, so we have three characters. So this DTD is Battle of the Naked Fools. <laughs> Battle. <laughs> like that name. Yo, which fits name. with my album theme, Get Naked. Oh, yes. And that's, naked. That's, oh, that's true. That's how it all started. Right. Yes. So do you want to tell people uh, a little bit about that? that um, well, uh, we have our EP coming up, Perfect Strangers, uh, Get Naked. That's coming. Um, we're going to drop that in about a couple months from now, I think. Nice. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, it's a five song EP of, uh, of stuff that we did uh, over the past couple of years. And we're really looking forward to drop that. So stay tuned, and you get to see us naked on the cover. So yes, that's and that's how that conversation started. Mm. I was trying to remember how that conversation started because I knew it was a segue from something important, but for the life of me, I couldn't <laughs> remember. So I'm happy. Yes. So yeah, from that, yeah, you showed us the you showed us the 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 cover art. Yeah, in which you guys are naked. Right, right. Which is pretty funny. And you couldn't stop staring. No, uh, I mean, full <laughs> figure. <laughs> But then we started thinking about the DTD related to that, and it was you know battles of the naked fools. So Mm. this one is Starfire, Starfire from uh, Teen Teen Titans, Titans. T one thousand from Terminator two. Yeah, obviously. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, and then um, Doctor Midnight. Wait, no, Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan. Thank you, racist. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. from uh, The Watchmen. Yeah, which. feel is almost an insanely unfair battle but <laughs> oh, no no but, no okay it's like god versus yeah. machine versus <laughs> wait we said starfire yeah no, she's a god too though she's almost she's like a god yeah. powerful yeah. yeah 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 okay so who uh who wants to go first mm, the guest yeah oh it's guest time i see i see i haven't even given this any thought at all <laughs> yeah. man um so let's see uh if I were to drain, so obviously I'm going to drain Dr. Manhattan yeah, because I want to be dude. all powerful. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to, like, as cool as Ar- Naked Arnold is, uh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to team up with Starfire because, who doesn't want to team up with? Plus, when I have the godlike powers, me and Starfire. Those are some dangerous so kids well y'all going to produce. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, that's some like next some yeah, yeah, those end kids, level yeah. <laughs> children like our children destroy the universe. Seriously. Um and then like obviously like obliterate um T T one thousand or whatever because yeah. like I mean he is literally trying to destroy double double god power. Destroy humanity. God. Snap. Yeah. But yeah, with our powers, it's over. That's fair. That's so fair. yeah, easy. That DTD was so easy. It took like five <laughs> seconds. He's just like, it I'm was good. like, ah, this guy, I want that chick, I'm and screw this guy. So boom. And that one. <laughs> so, uh, Barbara, you okay. Uh, so I also am going to siphon the power of a god. Right. How crazy man. Um, How will you drain him? Uh, uh, no, no. I'm wow. actually, I'm actually wanting wow. to to take Starfire's powers. Wow. I want to take. I'm, oh, I'm different. How will you drain her? I want Starfire's powers, and I want to team up with Doctor Manhattan because Doctor Manhattan is is pretty much godlike, yeah. uh, and having him as a partner is, is an advantage, right? Um, and that's the way I'm looking at that. So, so either way, T one thousand. Yeah, because T one thousand, I still, I just don't trust the dude. Like, right? I don't trust him as a partner because he has like no understanding of humanity and doesn't care about humanity in any which way or form. Um, no, but we're talking about the one from the second one. So he's all programmed to like watch John Connor's back for life. Yeah, because I still trust that. I still didn't trust him in the second one. I know you guys are telling me which one we're talking about, but he's a robot. Yeah, well, and if who, he g- falls back to his default, <laughs> what happens, guys? Wait, well, who trusts a buff naked dude anyways? He's like, talking about the evil liquid one, right? 
Or are you talking about... Like, no, T- no, isn't T-1000... It's, it's Arnold. It's Arnold, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought T-1000... How could he be d- naked? You one with the... Oh, the guy with the, like, the blade hand? Isn't T-1000? And he can, like, slide the hands through and then open things? Pretty sure that's T-1000. Oh okay. And, oh, and, is that and uh, Arnold's like T? Oh yeah, he's like the yeah yeah or something. Okay, sorry. Anyways, yes, nerd. So, fact. anyways, oh, yes, I still right, defeat sorry. that guy. Nerd fact. But it, okay, essentially, I'm saying I don't trust robots. I don't We're, care if it's T one thousand, T eight hundred, T one billion. Me not I don't. Care. Tr- <laughs> me not care. Me not trust my robots. You understand? <laughs> I don't want to trust robots. <laughs> you can bring them out in any virtual form you want. <laughs> I'm going to drain the wow. gorgeous woman and her power, hook up with the god and his power, yep. and just toss robots, robots out the window. Get them. All there right. Okay. Skinny's turn. Skinny's, Skinny's turn. I'm I'm going to be crazy with this. Okay. Because you guys are all like, like I'm going to team up with the god. I'm going to drain the god. The god had no personality. He had a nice brunette laying up on him. He did not care. He was cloning himself so he could just work on the lab and do that at the same time. So I'm <laughs> going to drain T-1000. Why? Because he has this ambition, or he just likes to keep going and going, regardless of how he gets defeated. <laughs> he's like the energizer. You know what I'm saying? So he's not going to stop, regardless if he's just inevitable that he's going to get killed. He's like, all right, well, I'll just liquefy back to whatever uh-huh. and attack him again. Of course, the obvious choice is that I'm going after Dr. Manhattan because, come on, I mean, too powerful. You got to take him down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, well, I don't know if you can match him with the T-1000 powers. However, mine and Starfire's love because I'm definitely teaming up with her. <laughs> you can't love. You're a robot. I can when she's that fine because Starfire <laughs> is fine. Like, I mean, yeah. She Agreed. Cute. She cute. She's so, pretty good in the She's she Robin's, damn it. Damien. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. No, not that's what I'm saying. Uh, Damien, um, that's a little young. Yeah, no, no, bat, sorry, bat sorry, wing, Dick, bat wing. Dick Grayson, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm teaming up Starfire. I'm draining T-1000. And I'm going after Dr. Manhattan. Even though if it's inevitable, our love will take him down. Whoa. And yes, I'm saying I would marry and love a comic book character. That is not weird. Do not judge me. Judge me if you No, can. we're all no, there, but dude, there's, there's, a, there's a song by Asher Roth called Cartoon Chicks. I mean. Where the whole song is literally him talking about, like, you know, Wilma was cute, but I'd bang Betty. And hey. where is Asher Roth? That is the worst <laughs> comparison ever. Two words. <laughs> no, I, I, no. Okay. No, People may not love the dude, but I think some of his stuff's really solid. Yeah, I mean, Two words. Pap's Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, he talks about her too. Right, that's the original like cartoon fetish girl. Into uh-huh. rabbits, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. not men. Which makes me wonder how much sex did she want to have? As much she, as a rabbit, yeah. With a rabbit, she, she wanted to cuddle and play patty cake. She, she really, she really enjoyed patty that. cake. Yeah, patty cake after. Yeah, yeah, he can pretend that's what she was hoping to play. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> we all know what she was really. After. I mean, he is a rabbit, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, kids, we got to get some quick messages here, so don't go anywhere. Message. We'll be right back. We got more to talk about here on CJLO 1690 AM. Geek checking. Tune in, CJLO 1690 AM. Good vibe, people, and CJLO present the Spring Folk Fest on May 4th at Nomad Live. Back by popular demand, the second edition of the festival features many talented Montreal singer-songwriters, including Aquarius Dreams, St. Lawrence Warehouse Company, Adelaide, Jesse Daniel Smith, and many more. The event will take place on two rotating stages, one inside Nomad and the other on the terrace, ensuring that you'll be able to see great music all night with no interruptions. Tickets are $10 in advance and $15 at the door, with a discounted price for students with valid ID. Spring Folk Fest, happening May 4th at Nomad Live, presented by Good Vibe People and CJLO. We're back, we're back. CGLO 1690 AM, Doc Holiday with Skinny and... Uh, you forgot your name. I'm, I'm, what's my name again? Oh. <laughs> what's my age again? I thought you were I'm gonna, K- Khalil from Perfect Strangers. I thought you were going to go into and, Planet Earth. And soon of the band Planet Earth. I'm telling you. I hope your band does not get bad. <laughs> and then Yo, the side band, Stranger can start perfect. as many projects as I want, Dan. I, I, I have nothing to do with him leaving your band, by the way, if that does happen. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, you know, being in a band, I've always found it interesting when people are in bands because that doesn't seem like an, the easiest thing to do. You, to take your creative ideas and to mesh them with other people's creative ideas. I feel like there's so many cooks in the kitchen, but it's always great because you guys have been together for how many years? Uh, this is our sixth year, so like yeah. five, five years and change, I guess. So, that I mean, that's always something that's impressive because it means you guys have... I mean, I'm sure you've had your rough patches, but it, you guys have found that like cohesiveness that makes for a good band, which is always impressive. I mean, it's, it's a constant search, like it's a constant push and pull, but yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but it's fun, you know. Like, 
who you get to share your art with these yeah. people and be close, like their family now, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go into some geek, uh, geektastic comic and TV talk. I got two things I want to talk about: um, Civil War Two, Kingpin. Huh. I just leaned back because that mm-hmm. was sick. It's do tell guys. Okay, Cause. so right now Civil War. I told you guys how I've been reading. Like I read like eighty three comics the first week. Yes. I'm probably if I continue that count, I'm at, I'm over a hundred and something. Nice because I slowed down. I couldn't read another eighty mm-hmm. something comics in like one in like four days. So I re- I got up to Civil War Kingpin and I I wasn't really sure how this was going to tie in because it really seems like Kingpin as um a character of the underbelly of New York and the crime scene he's not really fitting in with what the main story is mm. but they did it really well uh, I explained to you guys last time Ulysses is his character who can predict um things that are going to happen at, like events whether they be major or small he can see things and that has led to carol danvers and the ultimates along with the inhumans trying to use him to predict more and more things he ends up working with shield and at one point they're pretty much capturing all the criminals in new york um like you know lady bullseye uh black cat all those guys are going after them they're pulling people in and at one point kingpin is in a situation i think he's recently gotten out he was in san francisco i don't know why i don't need backstory but he's in new york and he's trying to rebuild his empire and he almost gets caught, doesn't get caught. Then he realizes that there's this one guy, this kid named Janus, mm. who is doing some pretty disgusting stuff. I won't tell you what, but you can read it for yourselves. And he notices uh. that when he's with Janus, he can't get caught. No one seems like whatever Ulysses is doing, no one seems to be able to see Janus. Wait, Kingpin is Ulysses? No, Ulysses, Ulysses is, is the, the character who character. can predict the future. Oh, right, okay. Kingpin is now working with this guy Janus, and he can't be seen by Ulysses. And he can't be seen by Ulysses, you need who to predicts tell me what he's doing off air. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it, it's it's interesting and important to the character because Kingpin at one point uses it. Oh. So not not okay. against him, but uses it as something to try and show how disgusting the character is. But it at the same time, it almost makes Kingpin disgusting that he's working with this guy after what he was doing. Mm. Anyways. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's four four issues, super short, well told story, well written. Art's amazing. Um, one of the things I like the most about it is the fact that it shows you how messed up Kingpin is. Like you know about Kingpin being a really screwed up guy, but when you take like the <coughs> sheer insanity of the character, yeah. and you really break it down to show like, okay, we've told you he's crazy. But did you know how crazy he is? Yeah, and that's where it gets really interesting. Yeah, I um, feel like in the in the Marvel um, movie in the in the Daredevil stuff, they weren't um, portraying him as that. No, that psychotic. He was like, well, I mean, in, you mean in the Daredevil movie or in, in the, the no in the Daredevil show? Oh, I thought they predicted they showed him pretty crazy. No, he but he had a, a girlfriend. Guy's... Like you, like yeah, he's crazy, but like you kind of see where he's coming from. No, no, like, when he smashed see, like, a guy's head. Yeah, in the I think, yeah, like, I, I know what you mean. But when he smashed a guy's head, in that yeah, I mean, he's like, a bad guy, right? So he's like, they he showed that thing. I think That's what they extreme. did with the series was that, that kind of weird dichotomy of like, there's two sides to him. Mm. But mm. I think the comic book is trying to prove to you. No, there isn't. He's insane. There's not two sides to this guy. He's just insane a- yeah. and pretending to be sane. Every action he takes is an action towards his final goal of running the city. That's it. Nothing else matters. And that's what's really crazy mm. about this story. Because in the four issues, a lot of stuff happens. And I don't want to ruin the ending. But you see that the people that are working with him are really trying to work with him. But remember, the kingpin is a kingpin. And he's only in it for himself. That's important. So right, I recommend right, right. it. Uh, the ri- the writer is Matthew Rosenberg. The art is done by Delapore Talakik. And the cover art is done by Aaron N. Cooter. So, yeah, check it out. All four issues are available on Marvel Unlimited if you have it. And uh, if you don't, I recommend trying to get the, the, get the covers, get the issues, because they're really worth it. Really, really good. Cool. And then I had to mention 404, the series. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to check it out. It's hmm. produced by... I don't remember who's producing it, but it's narrated by Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker. And a.k.a. It's, the Joker. Yeah, yeah, true. I, that's probably the better I one. Think, yeah, he's like more known as that practically. Yeah, now, right? if, you, like, if you're talking about voice work, yeah, yeah that's definitely... Yeah, and as yeah. a narrator, it's more close right, to the right. voice work. It's super interesting. I've only watched four episodes so far. It's an anthology-style show. Hmm. Uh, kind of like a Black Mirror, okay, but comedy. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So every episode is kind of like these weird random like the first episode is actually really well told story about a guy and a girl and then you think that they're going to be in a relationship together and the girl breaks up with the guy and then you find out that they live in a world where you can order your partner and and that's it she ordered the partner and she had him made so they live on earth yeah it's earth (laughs) but it's it's dimension (laughs) they live on earth today this earth now today Eh, it's dimension 404 (laughs) though that's the whole angle it's kind of like this is the twilight zone like it's kind of it's it's in like 404 like the error error code exactly that's the whole joke of it but it's cool because that first episode you're watching it and you're just like oh this is i'm spoiling the first episode for you guys there's still tons of others but the first episode i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> She's a, this girl orders a guy, and then but the whole time you're reading it, you're you're, you're watching it. You're watching from the perspective of the guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that he's been made for her. He finally meets her. They go on a date. Everything's going great. He gets kind of crazy in love with her. Proposes to her, and she's just like, "No, you're too clingy." And she X's him out on the app that they find each other on. And as soon as she does that, they like kidnap him and pull him. And he's like, "What the hell's going on?" And then you find out that he is made in a in a lab. And fully grown. Oh wow! And implanted with memories, and he's he's made to be attracted to her. So what do they do? So and what, uh, even crazier, he's the fifth version. Yeah, this girl. Right? So, no, but see, that's I, women. No, that's no, women. no. Oh. but guys do it too. <laughs> guys do it too. Because oh. there's, there's even also, when you made for them. Yeah, no, but they I mean, send you back to the factory. That yeah, that was one. <laughs> of the, that was the main thing. Like even, and then there was a sixth one that was made. That he found out and he replaced himself with the sixth one because he really wanted to go back to her. And then you find out, like, they find they realize that he did it before he could get to her. So they catch him and then they oh, send no. him back again. Yeah, it's really the first episode is super interesting because up until the point where you find out that he's a, like a clone produced in a lab, you think he like she's just kind of rude and you're like, that's really weird. And then you think people are trying to kidnap him for real. And you're like, why are they trying to kidnap him? I mean, they are dude? trying to kidnap him for but, real. But yeah, man. then you find out because he's property of the company. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Still, I wouldn't want to, you know. And, know. and this is a comedy. Yeah, yeah that's kind of dark. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's actually listed as a horror comedy. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. But it's good. Like the oddities and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Tales from the Crypt. It was, I thought it was good, though. That's the first episode. The other episodes are really good. The last episode that I watched called Com- uh, Kronos, which is about time travel. Mm. Super interesting one. Nah, I love time travel. Come on, man. Cool. Are you going to shake your head at time travel? I miss that man. 90s Outer Limits. Oh, yeah. That was oh, a good one. Eyeball? Do not adjust your TV yeah. screen. I wouldn't watch that show just because it seemed like... Of that <laughs> it was, no, it was good, man. It was creepy as hell, man. Uh, Dimension 404 does the whole st- type of intro. Mm. Like, you have been brought into Dimension 404. And it's like this whole thing. It's really interesting. It's well done. I, it's I, for I, those who never saw Twilight Zone. Pretty much. <laughs> if you, Today's if, generation. Or, like, I have friends who can't watch Black Mirror because they find they get too anxious watching Black Mirror. Yeah, Black I watched Black. one episode and I was like, yeah, I see where I see what you're saying, but no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm getting not. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait, is, it, is it that dark? Like, what's Black Mirror? Yeah. I mean, Black Mirror is really good. My favorite episode of Black Mirror is uh, season two, episode one, called White Bear. Uh-huh. And that episode is all kinds of messed up. The twist at the end of that one messed me up. Like I stood up and applauded, and I was like, "Yo, so so well done, so well done." Okay. And you're wa- and the the whole time you're watching it, you don't understand why this woman is being hunted. Like there's someone being hunted, you don't get why. It's really messed up. You're like you feel so sorry for her, and then you get to this ending, and you're like, and you're just sitting there like. I don't know what to say. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's no. I can't like question my morality that much. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I want to zone out. Like, I don't want to be like, <laughs> how do I feel about yeah. this? <laughs> Where do I stand on this issue? Like, no. no. Uh, and then uh, I think one of my favorite ones, the Christmas episode from season two, episode four. Of course, we have a Christmas episode. No, but well, I mean, the, the, <laughs> it's show. it's a British British show. Of course, so we're gonna have mess up Christmas. They invented Christmas, yeah, but dude, do. there's this thing that they introduce uh, as a concept: uh, these little beads that they put in your brain. No, hold on it learns brain beads it learns mm-hmm. everything about your life who you are what you are as a person yeah. and it starts to think of you uh-huh. think as you and then they take it out and they make it the computer that runs your life so like it runs your home it makes your schedule and all this stuff but Whoa. this is what's messed up nope it doesn't know it's a computer nope it thinks it's you oh yeah um. so when you turn it on it it's like what's happening to me why am i in here like 
and it, it, it it's a sentient being, oh, quote no. unquote, but it's actually a computer program that's just been learned, taught to mimic who you are. Wow. But the way they represent it is creepy because they show you like this girl. That's a Christmas episode. Yeah, this is a Christmas. See, I told you. I told you I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah, what? it's yeah, man. You can't sleep after that. You're just like you watch that. But and you're like, oh. it's so well done because you're just like you, you want, like you think of it. You're just like I mean, who better than to run my agenda and my life and my schedule than myself? I'm. I mean, I'm already terrible at it, so I don't see how a robot <laughs> yeah. version of me would but be any better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. You'd be like, what am I doing here? Why? I don't know how to book this. Yeah, but they. <laughs> The other thing that's messed up, dude, they break you because at one point the little program is like sitting in the room and the guy like the John Hamm is actually the guy mm. and he's explaining to the program, this is what's happening. This is who you are. And the program is still just like yelling, yelling, yelling. And John Hamm's just like, okay, you're not listening. So he, he like does this thing where he can skip time. So for the program, it feels like a day has passed. Oh no! So at one point, I think he does like a day. And then at one point, I think he goes really bad. Like I think he does like a year. So the program thinks it's just been sitting in silence in a room by itself for a year, like solitary Whoa. confinement. But for John Hamm, it's been maybe ten seconds. Whoa! How does he think it's a? Mm-mm. Because he just sped up time in the because it's a computer, so he just speeds up time for it. So he sped up time so that twenty seconds felt like a year. And he br- and it breaks you because you see, when he turned it back on, the program was like sitting in the corner on the ground, like hair all messed up, like don't, don't do it, don't do it again, and said, "I'll do what you want." Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's a really interesting, and I'm only giving you one part. See, and I could never be broken. My <laughs> spirit could <laughs> oh, never God, be broken. Man. I will ghost that <laughs> out. That <laughs> beat me in. They come back. Like, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, turn me off, man. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, who put the light on, son? <laughs> oh, man. No, it's good, though. I like Black Mirror. Black Mirror, Dimension 404, that, that type of, like, anthology-style show where they kind of ask you to reflect on things. But is, there's no continuity. I'm not with that. You don't like... I mean, if you tell a good story in one episode... Attached. See, that's that. that's what happened with The Outer Limits. Um, they, they had all these different episodes that mm. seemed non-continuous, and then at the end, they, they kind of tied everything in somehow. Oh. Through like there were this was that and this was that and like blah. That's blah, pretty blah. cool. Yeah, it was cool. American actually. Goth. Uh, well, no, what's the the one that's American so popular? Yeah, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Those ones are like that's an anthology season, so every season's like yeah. a different thing. Mm-hmm. But supposedly they're connected somehow. There's like some whole way that they all actually connect in the end. I mean, I think it's cool when they do an anthology. You don't need to connect it. True no. Crime, for example. Uh, oh, True Detective, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Season one, I didn't. Well, I haven't seen season one or season two. You need what? to watch season one. Season I, two, I heard yeah. this dude. Right? I know. No, I like both of them. I feel like season oh, two. Oh, interesting. Like people, I've never heard someone say they like season two. I'll no, be honest. it's so. because I feel like they don't get it. Like, people want it because season one was super, like, American Gothic, Beautiful. right? Like, it was just, like, dark, bayou, murders, blah. Yeah. But Season two was supposed to be like all film noir. So like oh. depressing, everyone smoking cigarettes, we're gay, maybe we're not gay. Yeah. Like all this all this struggle kind of yeah. going on in darkness and dark and light and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And good and evil. Um, and so it totally wasn't the same premise as the first. As yeah, the first season. which I mean, that's the point of an anthology show. I, I thought that was great because it was it's just like exploring a whole other genre that yeah. that's kind of extinct also because how many film yeah. noir style. Yeah, so really that's why I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't get it because they were like, that was stupid. Like, uh, but really, <laughs> but really, no, it's like if you if you look at it from a film noir perspective, it's like, hmm. That's interesting. You're the first, honestly, in since it's been out, you're the first person that's told me to. It's worth checking out. No one else. So I mean, I, I I'm just smarter than most. People. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard reviews. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 He's changing his was, story. Was season one good though? Like, season one was beautiful. Oh my god, it was, yeah. one, it was one of the awesomest series. I one ever scene saw, shook me, and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm gonna go back to the show. If mm. it, like, it made me yeah, question it. You know what scene I'm talking about, dude? Um, if you want, I can turn my headphones off, and y'all can talk about I it. I don't. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what scene you're talking about. No, go ahead. Spoil it. I don't remember. Compton. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. For that's sure. Yeah. Messed up. Oh, yeah. I love I that like, scene, though. It was good. It was so good. Oh, what? Damn. Okay, I got to watch this. I got to watch this because you're making me... Just hearing you like talk about it, like... Oh. I mean, just McConaughey and uh, and Harrelson. Yeah. Like, mm, mm, both of them. 
I know, and that's one of the things we've talked about. Have, was it here that we talked about Harrelson and how mm. people don't take him seriously, but he's actually yeah. one of the best actors? Harrelson like, is he, a, he puts wow. in that work. He does because then yeah. when you see him in real life, he's such a clown. Yeah, like and then when you see him in whatever, you're like you're you're either super scared or whatever you're supposed to yeah. be of him. That's he's how you good. feel exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, the dude started out on Cheers. That's what I always find super crazy about. Yeah, it. the dumb guy, right? Yeah, he oh started out as the idiot on Cheers. Me back on that, and then he grew into this actor who does has so much depth which you when you watch cheers and that's one of the things they always say the best comedic actors are often the be, the, the actors with the best comedic timing are often the best actors mm. tom mm. hanks comedic timing always on point ever yeah. since he started one of the best actors mm. woody harrelson one of the best actors one of the things that's unfortunate i think shia labeouf is actually one of the best actors yeah, uh, cuz his comedic timing and even steven um mm. stupid good and if you ever watch the show freaks and geeks the one episode he's in where he's the mascot mm. he literally steals the scene with just the way he delivers his lines mm. and it's super simple he's not really a main character he's just kind of there and he delivers his lines and i remember thinking man like i remember laughing till i cried and thinking that was just perfectly timed how he delivered mm. that and but then as an act like he's also an artist like he likes to express himself in different ways mm. and i don't think hollywood likes that he likes to be outside the bubble so and that's why he that show. yeah even steven no freaks and geeks oh yeah it's a great show is that's it enough. on netflix though uh oh i don't know yeah netflix is notorious for taking stuff off and just like ghosting now? yeah huh? like you like one day you're huh? watching it and then like a couple months later you're like Damn, it's gone. They, As if you can't just stream stuff. I know. They downloaded. But, they took off X Men. I was like mad. Was oh like, yeah. Heck. And then like they brought back like everything and more. And it's like okay, guys, I didn't need Silver Surfer. Like thanks. Oh yeah. Thank well, you. maybe they're working on a deal. If anything, sometimes they take they stuff have, off like, and they're working on licensing. From, yeah. Like you know, and then you're like, okay, I'll take it. I'm down for good licensing. Sure. Uh, do we should we get into some of the geek uh, the geek news? Did you guys have shows or cartoons you want to or comics you want to talk about? Hmm. Um, I mean, show wise, right now. I'm oh yeah, kinda, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> let, let me begin my rant here. <laughs> yeah. um, no. Oh yes, yeah, so sure. We had I I even read articles so we could discuss this. Right? Go ahead. Yeah. Start, let's sorry. Do this. <coughs> oh, I'm gonna look up the info I wanted to find. Yeah. Do do do. Go ahead. Um. So no, I've been watching uh 13 Reasons Why because like oh, because of all the hype because every woman in on planet Earth is like you watch 13 Reasons Why oh my god on facebook and and certain men too um have been uh have been just like talking about it so i was decided to get into it and i don't know i'm like halfway through the series and i'm not mm, it's i don't hate it like i also get it but like i don't know i'm annoyed maybe it's just me but uh, i don't know what you guys know about the series i haven't watched it but the reviews i'm getting from podcasts that i listen to is that it's compelling yeah and powerful but at the same time you're kind of like really bro yeah, it's like it's really high school. It's just super extreme. Like, and it's yeah. like the worst. Per- I hear it's like the my fr- best friend told me last night. She's like, it's the most unrealistic portrayal of high school she's ever. Totally. Seen. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. I, re- I was reading one article where someone was saying that like, oh, why is it that like all these tenth graders have tattoos everywhere? Like you're like it's true. It's, no, but yeah. it's in the states, I guess. So like, no, I know, but they're all twenty five. Like, <laughs> you know how like when we were younger, nine oh two one zero was like. You know, Andrea was like a forty-year-old playing. Well, yeah, what was that? Okay, how was it? Where yeah, they, gre- they were greasers, and it was like ninety-two, and it looked yeah. like they were all thirty. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, nah. yeah. like Andrea was actually uh, like in her thirties or something, yeah, right? Playing like, a high schooler, and then you know, Luke Perry was also in his like er- early thirties or like late twenties or no something. Thirty-year-old dressed like that, yeah. And <laughs> but that's the thing that's messed up when you watch that, and you're just like, okay, these are supposed to be teenagers. I get it. But even then, they didn't all have tattoos and, like, you know, n- not every kid owns, like, a car and this and that and the other thing. But I don't know. I mean, th- these days. Maybe they lived in Connecticut. We haven't, <laughs> been, we haven't been to high school in a while, so we don't really, That's know, really true. know what happens there. That's true. But, uh, no, so, um, spoiler alert, the premise of the show. Uh, I don't um, think that's a pre- I think yeah, well, that's I don't, pretty the, big. The premise is Netflix that. Netflix previews it pretty well. Right. Uh, the premise is that um, there's uh, there's this girl that kills herself, yeah, and uh, she leaves behind these tapes, thirteen, uh, yeah. thirteen tapes for uh, for whoever was responsible for her road to 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 suicide, to yeah. suicide um, to to listen to, and then I guess guilt guilt and lament over, yeah, uh, after her passing, right? Yeah, but it just seems really extreme. Like if you're going to go through all that trouble, couldn't you just have stayed alive and made friends? Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, so one of the <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Like, one, I'm just gonna go out and say it. Like one of the article, and, and you know what? One of the articles. Uh, so I was reading articles today about it. One of the articles explained that um, they romantic they're romanticizing suicide. Yeah, well, in in one of the worst possible ways because, yeah. you, like they say, the girl is kind of this like she she commits suicide, but. Then it's just over the top, elaborate. Yeah, like like super spiteful. Yeah, like, like I want every single person. So essentially, she becomes the mean girl mm. in death. Right. And right, and someone sense, was yeah. saying that that romanticizing the idea of like getting revenge on the mean girls by being the meanest girl, but they can't get back at you because you're already, because you're yeah. gone. Well, right. Is right. like the heaviest revenge because now these people have to live with the guilt of having forced you to take your life through their actions. Yeah, and she's totally changing the balance of power yeah. and and social structure because that now everybody with different information and guilt and blah yeah. and this and that. But I mean. But one of the things that's hard is that they're not doing a good job at explaining to people that there's a lot more to the act of suicide mm. than the glamorous aspect of the revenge you get. There's right. the, there's the pain that a lot of people are going to feel and the also forever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the those parents, I don't I haven't watched the show so I don't know how the parents react to it, but I'm imagining if you're doing a show about a girl committing suicide, the parents are just like destroyed. Yeah, well, that's why I feel like the only... I know, right? Like, yeah. aren't, isn't that who you punish the most? Like, the yeah. kids at school were mean, so then I punished my parents forever. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not cool, bro. I shouldn't have laughed, but, but that was really good. <laughs> no, um, but I know, and that's but, the thing. Yeah. Like, the show, and that's why some people have been upset. Like, 13 Reasons Why... Like, you know, you're ignoring some of the other, you're not showing some of the painful side of it. You're just showing how, like you said, this, like this balance of power has shifted and this person in their death is now the most powerful kid on Mm, campus. But I have a problem as Mm. I do with all TV shows at all times and movies when someone dies is that I don't believe they're dead ever. Like in, for me me in TV land, what like no one's really ever dead and like they could just come back at any given moment or whatever. So when I watch this, I'm like. The end of this better be like I'm alive though. Oh, you really like, think like pretty I, little I liar I, style? I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I really think that. Like, I just like part of me is like, part of me is like, isn't she, is she though? Oh, like, I know. I, I would imagine good. that that would make her her less cruel somehow. If oh. after she punished everyone and guilted them, came back out like, ha ha, you're, rede- you're <laughs> redeemed, right? Because I ain't dead. And then they're like, oh, thank God. You know what I mean? That's like br- I- that that would no, but that would yeah. be cooler than instead of like torturing everybody and then still being dead. And then you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just seems dumb. Yeah. So uh, so I mean, we'll see episode thirteen. I mean, my question or season is, two is uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did her best friend do? To, uh, get, I don't, I don't, to get the boxes. Of, I, uh, I don't. Boxes I really haven't no, watched. I'm, a, I'm asking. Oh, okay, like, cool. oh like, have you been, have you watched? No, it? I just I see him who, and he's like biking home one day, and he gets his box of 13 tapes, and he's for whatever reason starts listening to them, and he's like, and yeah, it, well, it, and he's not the first one to get the. Is tapes. he the best friend though? He's um he's a dude. He's a boy that had a crush on her that never did anything about it. Okay, so, so he gets tapes. So he gets tapes, and he's on one of them, so he doesn't know. Oh. And then as he listens to everybody's tape, he gets like more and more consecutively pissed at everyone that did her wrong yeah. or whatever and starts kind of lashing out at them. And I imagine... So he is on one of the... Ta- I imagine he would be. He's on one of the tapes because everyone's like, you haven't gotten to your tape yet? And like, I find it incredibly frustrating because I would have like binged that in like... <laughs> 13 out like the next morning i would have known everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and then pretended i was on tape too you know just to screw with everybody I you know like, what's funny oh, about yeah, that? Have a tape? netflix Mult- is the, the, netflix is notorious for binging but the one time someone should binge something they don't, they don't right yeah they don't, he's like i can't listen to these i would have just like e- yeah, yeah, eaten yeah. it all up in one night another thing so he's not the only one to get the tape so these are multiple tapes being delivered or just one no he set has of the, the box tapes. right yeah there's just there's a cup there's apparently another set of tapes in backup if someone does something to these tapes so that they'll release that or whatever and what? but How like what courier system is delivering yeah. this dead girl's okay, mail? okay okay so there's this one kid who's that the main kid's like ex-best friend from childhood and he's the one that's making him do it and he's like why why are you helping her how are you doing this did you help her do this and he's like listen to the tapes you you have to listen and then he keeps not listening and then being mad when he listens to other people's tapes and what they did i just get to what i did like 
Like yeah, fast I, forward. No, bro. I agree with you. I would bun through the tapes. I'd yeah, just yeah. Yeah, I'd I don't. Like I don't have night, time. Uh, stay awake all night. I don't. Yeah. Second thing for Brian. Did you like Loki just spoil Pretty Little Liars like that? Like, no, I've never watched. Okay, because you just I've, said like, Pretty Little Liars. Style no, it's like, just because Pretty Little Liars, as a show, from what I understand, that's kind of a premise, right? Someone's it's, supposed it's to be like, dead. Like I know what you did last summer. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. I was just saying it in all the right, vein like, of that. No, 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 no. I like how you're just like, hey, man, did you spoil that show for me? No, no I don't watch it. I don't all watch y'all it. out there that are <laughs> My still, niece does. still planning it. on watching it. No, I won't watch Pretty Little Liars. Um, no, okay. Right. And, and like I was saying, so uh, one of the things that I, that I think sucks nowadays, though, is the fact that if Netflix wanted to do the series, cool. If they did the series, they should also do what they did when we were kids anytime you have a show that handles a heavy situation like that you make sure at the end of the episode disclaimer. you give the, just like the disclaimers but also where That's to it. get help you know yeah. like killing yourself is not fun it's not a resort yeah, don't yeah. send tapes uh, to it's people it's not a last resort of vengeance yeah. Don't exactly. record tapes, then go kill yourself. Please don't send it. This was a fictional. Yeah, event. exactly, and that's the thing. Netflix didn't do any of that stuff, and that's another reason. So that now you are, think there's all these high school kids out well, there? Well, no, like, it's not even not, now. If I you think, mess with me too much, dude, I'm a, put some tape out. The, <laughs> it, it's become a thing. People are like uh, putting hashtag here, like here's your tape. Um, oh, bro! Like it's, it's <laughs> oh like, no! And they're turning it into a joke. Like this one kid posted a a, a thing where he says, um, "Me." Um, I'd like to, uh, the cashier, uh, would you like some guac with that? Me, of course, cashier, it's a dollar extra. Me, here's your tape. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, see, stuff like, some of it's jokes, but some people are saying you can't make jokes about that stuff. No, and I'm you like, can't, but the I, term here's your tape yeah. is now forever. Yo, I'm going to use that, though. <laughs> Can I get but extra barbecue sauce? That's at 50 cents. We here's just ran tape. out. Here's your tape. <laughs> so that's the thing. you got to be able to... You got to be able to take the the situation and it, understand that some people are going to see it in as lighter than others. Mm. So you can't get mad at people who see it lighter than others. Mm. There's a guy in the states who who I, I didn't know this was a thing. Promposals. What? Like when you want to go to prom with a girl, you yeah. don't just ask them anymore. Now people are doing these huge you elaborate proposal type things. You proposal oh. things with like flowers. I guess it ensures they don't say no. Well, no. The, yeah, I mean, you gotta just like dab them up. <laughs> it's a like little the whole bit. school is watching. Well, this guy, yes. this one guy asked his girlfriend, oh. and he did it with the thirteen reasons why theme, and he made thirteen tapes as to why she should go to prom with him. Boy, you're stupid. No, she said yes, and oh. it was a great prom. Eighteen thousand so retweets. Oh. after when they posted the picture but it sparked a huge conversation where some people were saying you're making light of the the theme of the show and other people being like no he's just using the theme of the show yeah that's because that's the theme of the show 13 reasons why it doesn't always yeah. only has to be suicide yeah and yeah that's the thing yeah. i need i think people should realize that people can watch a show and have a completely different reaction to it yeah and if people don't see the show the same way you do you can't be mad at them for that. Uh, and yeah. if, if it's if it's an issue of you don't think suicide is something people should joke about, instead of being mad at people who think it can be something they can joke about because that's how they cope with it, yeah. why don't you go out and tell people why you think it's important to discuss suicide in a certain way? And you do you. Right. And let them do them. Right. Uh, so I, I said, when we said we were going to talk about this, I did mention that I wanted to do the right thing. Suicide Action Montreal, if you are someone who is prone or has feelings or ideologies, I work in the emergency, so I've been, I've seen the papers, I've seen when people come in, and it's never easy. Sometimes it's for reasons that I might think are things that people can cope with, but not everyone's the same, like I was just saying. So if you are anyone that you know is out there and needs help, there's Suicide Action Montreal. You can reach them at 514-723-4000. That's 514-723-4000. Uh, There's also a 1-800 number, 1-866-APPEL. That's 277-3553. That's 1-866-APPEL, which is 277-3553. So, yeah, I want to pass that on. Yeah, man. Back to the geeking out right after the messages, though. We got serious for a second. We got serious, but we got messages to get to. So don't go anywhere. This is Geek Taxi Cypher here on CJLO 1690 AM. Hopefully everyone is still tuned in and not too depressed with the the subject matter. But like I said, sometimes you just got to talk about some stuff. And uh, we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. You you crazy, beautiful, insane, luscious? Luscious. That one sounds Juicy. Juicy.
We're back. I hope they didn't catch the tail end of that. Yeah. <laughs> in which I said... <laughs> no, no, you didn't. You didn't. Okay, <laughs> I cut your mic. Geektastic Cypher, CJLO 6090 AM. Uh, going into the last segment, we are doing our usual geek news and rumors. Ooh, chat. So, uh, so some of the stuff that came out. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to talk about, It's it was kind of like a side thing that wasn't as important, but I do think it's a little bit important. John Romita Jr., mm. who is the son of John Romita Sr., the original Spider-Man artist, mm. who did Spider-Man in the Daily Strip, um, was talking about something that we talked about. He addressed the same thing. How Marvel is replacing characters mm. with, you know, um, characters of color to just uh-huh. fill in diversity gaps. Hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like claiming that it's a different uh, universe or whatever. Claiming that but not even, no, it's not even that the different universe aspect. He's, he's just saying like, they don't need to do it the way they're doing it. You know, instead of introducing just new, yeah, new just create new stories instead yeah. of creating Ironheart to replace Iron Man or Amadeus chose Hulk to replace the Hulk. Yeah, or like what Spider Kid dude that no. replaced Spider Man that started well, that it all one, really. Yeah, he's one of the originals. Miles Morales. Yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah, that was one from a different. Actually, universe. you know who started it was Nick Fury. True that was yeah. Really like. Yeah, that's well, that, where they first, but that's like, the thing. That's because the, he was like too much the epitome of like the man, the the white, the, <laughs> the ma- white, the, the man. Yeah. yeah, who could get away like, with like, like the gray stripe the and man. everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So they were like, but if we make him black, I feel like they did the same thing with. Uh, that's, you're talking Kingpin about the Ultimates and, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they did the same thing with Kingpin and Daredevil the movie. The movie yeah. when they used um, uh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. To uh to whatever and I don't know I feel like it always disappoints me not from a race standpoint but just from a traditionality standpoint like I waited all this time to see what Nick Fury looks like on film and now he's a black dude yeah. now it's Samuel L Jackson well okay that w- with that one though they drew him as Sam Jackson although I although yeah yeah totally yeah and yeah, then, yeah I was made to like, like yeah yeah, yeah. and, and I love like, Sam Jackson hey, do you don't get me be, wrong like do you want to be you and he's just like. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, isn't he? I feel like he's him in Star Wars too. Like, <laughs> I mean, Sam Jackson is Sam Jackson. No offense to Sam Jackson, but I, I have, I haven't seen many roles where there's that much more depth to who he's playing. That's why. It's I great. mean, his deeper roles are the ones that he doesn't say M or F or. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in Django, he was kind of he did a co- kind of a good job as that Uncle Tom character. Yeah, but he's also still a hated character. Like, yeah, totally. I don't want to like that your acting is good as when the you're hated. Yeah, as the one of the Uncle totally. Tom, Uncle Ruckus style characters. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so jo- I just like the fact that artists are also speaking out about this whole diversity thing because I think Marvel uh, kind of messed up on their end, and I'm yeah. happy that artists are saying something about it, I, even if it's just one. I mean, that's why they're bringing back the multicultural gang called the X Men. Uh, oh, th- so what's going on with X Men? What do you mean they're back? Full fledged, all their multi teams. They're back. They're back so what? Maybe? So and. and and oh, okay. Death of X was just kind of like a dip, and Death of X was like a dip, and Cyclops is gone. And then they did. Is he dead? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes, because you said dead, Emma dead, Frost dead. was like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been dead. I yeah. feel like it's cool though because he was the big wet X Men blanket. Yeah, really. like mm. it was just like crying all the time That's and fighting. But Magneto's going on some like. darkness now because Magneto. I was just reading the Civil War X Men story arc, mm-hmm. and Magneto is like, I don't care about anybody except mutants now yeah and i feel like his yeah. anger towards the inhumans is a little fair because the terrigen mist kills mutants now yeah they yeah. just popped up does it take like, away their powers them. or does it kill no them? just straight it, kills it kills them, them. Oh, straight kills, like, them eh? kills them yeah, yeah there's like one guy who got introduced to the the mist and died in three hours and they're yeah. just like he oh. was one of the lucky ones and i was like what yeah. the hell does that Multiple mean man oh. rogue got infected a little bit but then they kind of fixed her like everybody just yeah, so the, and what, what's messed up is Magneto, first of all, the thing that really bugged me about this, and I was explaining it to my girl, how do you have this many powered mutants yes. who can control weather, wind, And storm? nobody's just using a cloud? No one can control this cloud and just put it back in a tube? It's just that. Oh, the charging cloud? Yes. Because the there's multiple yeah. clouds. Sure. The earth and but guys, like stor- in one of the comic books... Well, uh, Magneto's X team yeah. is fighting yeah. uh, these like other these rich mutants who lock themselves in a tower when the clouds about to come, yeah. and they're just like, "Well, obviously it's not fair." So they break in, they bring in all these other poor mutants, and then they lock it back. But as soon as they locked it, Sentinels showed up inside and oh. attacked them, and oh. then popped open the window, and the mist was about to hit, and then Storm showed up and just blew the cloud away. 
literally just blew the cloud away. Hmm. Storm blew the cloud away. Right. I was going to say maybe she can't get close enough to it. But and she listen. She probably doesn't want to risk that. <laughs> I don't and know how man. many people really control the weather. Her and Thor alone should be able to handle that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I eh? Where's like Thor been? Thor. She blows it over yeah. there. He vaporizes it with electricity. With Thor doesn't with have time for that. Jane Jane Foster doesn't have time for that. I'm just saying. I'm a little annoyed <laughs> with how they're telling the story because with all the powered people. Mutants, non-mutants, anyone with powers in humans, you're yeah, telling me yeah. no one can figure out how to get these clouds contained. Well, I'll Anyways, tell you this. I didn't even finish in Humans vs. X-Men, <laughs> yeah. and I just jumped to X-Men Gold and Blue and, and, and Red Bat, and everything just seems like it's okay. So I'm just like, <laughs> okay. all right. We got through it somehow. <laughs> through it. Kitty Pryde's Some, now. Somehow. Kitty Pryde's the leader now yeah. of everyone. It's good. Yo, that writer, though. The guy, no, the artist. The yeah, artist who with that subtle Muslim. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I don't even remember his name. I don't even care about his name. Dude, like, I've disgraced my... You, you're, you're crazy. This artist like threw in all these like kind of anti-Semitic messages in oh, the no. comic book. Yeah. And people were just like... And people caught up on it pretty quick, supposedly. Which is good. I'm happy that people's eyes are that sharp. But it's just like, why'd you do it? Then he apologized. Why would you do it in the comic book world, though? It just seems like closed-minded a bit. Like Yeah. yeah. Especially in the X-Men. Like, yeah. That's what people like, were saying. It's like... What are you, you doing? Yeah, it's you like pick- about civil rights. Like, what are you saying? It's like, did you not want to work again? Yeah. Is that yeah. it? But that's it, right? <laughs> Didn't he even say, my you, career's ruined? Yeah, my career's ruined. Do you want to go write your own racist comment yeah. Yeah. off somewhere ahead, in the bro. southern states? You do you, loser. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, that was his plan. Call it infidel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, it's one that's super exciting for all of us geek fans, but also slightly annoying, for especially for us geek fans. Uh, DC is starting a digital service to launch titans which is going to be a live action live action right yes yeah live action version of the titans oh live action yeah and they're also going to be starfire are you thinking what i'm thinking <laughs> and then young justice outsiders which is the young justice season three only going to be available on their dc oh, digital no. service i can't exactly. wait for that season god i know which, i love young young justice it was really good i it, what annoys me Supergirl's is going there too the show yeah it's also going to be on there it's still going to be on cw but it's also going there Oh, whatever. That's I if I can still watch on CW. What do I care? Uh, the thing that I, I mean, if they move over all their shows to it, I'm gonna be mad. Then no one watches DC anymore. Yeah. They're dumb. Uh-huh. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Do but I, you know what really bugs me about this? DC only knew people cared about Young Justice from the Netflix rotation. Yeah, it's the only reason y'all. Yeah, because it was like canceled or something. Okay, right? Cartoon Network we put it on like Friday nights at 8 p.m. Yeah. Who's watching that Friday? Night? Season one and know, season right? two were on Netflix. The numbers were great. People were like, yo, give us season three. So finally, after what, a year? Like, we've been talking about Young Justice season three for over a year. Yeah. Like, bring it back. I caught Young Justice back when it originally aired. Yeah, me too. Like, I was one of those. I would, like, search the internet for episodes and you couldn't find them. It'd be, like, two weeks and you're like, where's episode 10? Yes. And there was that one really dark episode in season one (laughs) where they all kind of die and you're just like, this show is gangster. And you're like... Yeah, it's a really good show. Amazing show. Beautiful show. show. But it really bugs me that Warner... I mean, we say DC Digital... It's Warner Brothers. Warner yeah. Brothers owns DC. Yeah, right. So we know Warner Brothers is doing this, and I think that that's what bugs me. It's like, you guys are starting a competing streaming service. You're, people are not going to sign up for it necessarily. I like I, I love Young Justice, but the only way I can show you I appreciate the show and hope for more seasons is to pay into the service. Yeah. When I know I don't have to pay into the service and I can still watch it. Because you know someone's going to buy so, them yeah. and rip them and send yeah, it out. and stream it. Yeah, and then you'll just watch it but like then, how I watch all my other Netflix. But shows. that's the thing that sucks. If I do that, I'm not supporting, and then, and then the, it's gonna go it's away. It's gonna go and then away. No Young Justice season four, so it's kind of like shoots us in the it's, foot. It's a double edged sword. I hate them. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Because yeah, well. I really don't want to pay you guys to have this damn show. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, Random no, theory, exactly. quick theory I had exactly. just popped in my head. You think with how bad the DC film universe, blah blah blah, is going? Yeah. You think eventually they're gonna either a scrap. The Flash movie idea, please, and just bring in the TV people. No, you don't think I think I, I want no. them to. I don't think they will. I they think actually, I'm afraid they would do that and screw it up even more. So, no, nope, oh, let's just leave yeah. those separate. No. That's a, yeah, that's even a better point. Yeah, yeah, but you know, there's a thing I've been, but I'm gonna tight. digress a bit. Yeah, um, there's a thing I, I really enjoy about that DC universe on in TV. Is there the flowerovers? Yeah, like the what's it called? The, the flower. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the flowerovers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that stupid word. Um, <laughs> I'll call it arrowverse. Flower. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That thing. Uh. Is that is there homages 
like uh with uh and uh, easter eggs through a- through yes. the actors that they use um, for example, like how Dean Kane is on that, and he yeah. used to be, and then her mom is the chick that used to play Supergirl in the movie. Yes, that yeah. played Supergirl in the movie, and then uh, and I feel like he used to do that on Smallville all the time. Like uh, yeah. his dad was uh, was um, Annette O'Toole was Lana Lang. Yeah, yes. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And on the Flash too, his dad played the Flash yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, in the nineties yeah, yeah. uh, Flash TV show. Was also and also Flash. Wonder Woman's on. Uh, um, Wonder Super Woman Girl. is the president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Terry Hatcher came. Yeah, Terry and Hatcher the, came too. Yeah, Monel's mother. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. They've done some really cool stuff. Yeah. The cameos have been amazing. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo was there. I don't really like him. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's homage to, but <laughs> Hercules. Yeah, I mean, I mean just Hercules. That, yeah, or Andromeda. DC. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. No, but Gene it's Roddenberry's not a DC thing. Andromeda. Like, I just mean like. Because it's like characters that it's like yeah. passing on of the torch yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I like, mean, and what's her name? The the Supergirl from Smallville was also in it. She played like a Brainiac character. Oh, yeah, true. she was a vil- yeah, villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they've yeah, done yeah. a really cool and ama- interesting job of bringing all those people in and using them in different ways. And I thought I do uh-huh. agree. I think that's super cool. The thing is, I don't think they're writing a good show anymore. No, no, they're just it's no. formulaic and yeah. it's just like blah yeah. blah blah soap opera. But yeah, I mean, Flash is horrible. Can, Flash got we weak this season, yeah. But you yeah, said Flash, that too. Yeah. You said the season that Arrow is going to step up, which everyone's saying this season of Arrow's gone gangster. better. Flash is going to. Flash is. You gonna can't have two. I know you did. You can't say have that. two of the top. But that makes me worry because they're spreading themselves thinner by introducing more shows because well, we're going to have Black Lightning, which won't be part of the same universe. They, oh, they really? They say it will be, but I think it's just going to be like, hey, we're here, Chicago. Well, I mean, already uh, Supergirl and Flash are on parallel like universes. Yeah, they're right? different, yeah, different, different universes or whatever. Yeah, uh, and then so and then Legends of Tomorrow, which mm. they're just doing their own thing in their thirteen and episodes, and it hasn't been like, good. I know Legends of Tomorrow hasn't been good. I've been trying to wade my way through. Season it, so two every, is, is great. Come on, every once in you a while, like season, like, season two is great of Legends, much better than one. I think it's better than one, but it's still bad. They're both still bad seasons. I mean, it, I mean it is terrible. It's, like it's season, better. Season, it's better. It's better. Yes, I agree. It's better than season and one. It depends on where you're at in season two. I'm all, I, I'm caught up. I, I'm one episode shy. I think I haven't seen Doom World, but I've okay, seen Doom the Spear of Destiny. Oh, like, I haven't seen that. I, I like that. You don't like any of the stuff with the Spear of Destiny in it. No. I, okay. I thought some of the stuff that they did was super like funny and cheesy, like the whole George Lucas episode. Yeah, that funny. was annoying. It was annoying, it was yeah. but that's the thing. I thought that was kind of like a nice nod to like, you know, he didn't build the suit and he didn't become uh, an mm-hmm. archaeologist or whatever because George Lucas because never George made Lucas these had. films. Mm. So then the reason, like the suit goes away and he doesn't have the history. And you're like, oh, these actually have repercussions throughout history that throughout time that affect them as heroes. What's up? What do you mean? I mean, when Homeboy just straight up shot Sarah in the face. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and then broke Rip. her neck. And I mean, yeah. like, like like there, there's that wasn't some, good, but it, uh, it, I don't find it. Wait, great. when did that happen? <laughs> uh, no, really, serious. Okay, I'll put it right for you. But Either like, way, I understand. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think the writing could be better, but like I'm saying, the worst part is that you're not watching Arrow. No, I'm not. That's that's the thing. what kills me. And I have to go back now and binge watch Arrow, which I'm worried is going to make me not like it. No, it's going to make you because you had to yeah, suffer remember, through it. Like the rest, of I have us to did. go all the yeah. way back to to one to Damien. Damien Dark season because oh, I stopped four, watching. Four is bad. Yeah, and which season are they on now? Five. five this is five. So yeah. next year. Okay, so I only have like you only have one season. You only have the bad season. <sighs> That's all. Only like three was bad, but passable, <laughs> and then yeah. four was like. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I, like I used to be. I generally like some of the episodes, but then like I just. But you will really like this. Season four the, got me so mad. I was like, I'm not watching. Prometheus this is ill. I would say <laughs> just skip season four, and all you need to know is that uh, what's her name? Lot dead. Da, da, Canary. You know, Black Canary. Canary. Yeah. Is well, she actually dead or she's not dead? Kaplitsky. Okay. Whatever. Kaplitsky. Oh, I heard about this. Mm-hmm. It's the other alternate. Yeah. Okay. It's it's Earth too. So yeah. Right, 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 but now yeah. she's bad, so she can have the ugly septum piercing that she went away and did. And yeah. Oh. That's so stupid. Yeah. I that actress ca- ca- Cassidy. It's a problem. I hear you. Yeah. 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 I hear from you. She's yeah. Like, she looks like she could be a problem. Yeah. Anyways, okay, guys. Literally two minutes left, so we're gonna probably have to sign off. We didn't get through everything. Uh, quick rundown of some of the other news that we were gonna talk about. Lucas Films is interested in having the creator of Mr. Robot write a Star Wars film. Uh, if you guys have watched Mr. Robot, you know his style of writing is yes. very specific mm. and very interesting. So that could be super cool. And also in Star Wars news, uh, Rosario Dawson is saying she's interested in possibly playing Ahsoka 
in a live action movie, yeah. which would be super cool. That would be that cool. Would be cool. Uh, that's about it, guys. Do you guys want to sign off? You want to tell the people some stuff? Um, uh, yeah, sure. What do you got? Go, man. Um, where I'm at? Well, we're dropping Get Naked in a couple months. Uh, we're shooting a live studio session on Friday at uh, Freak Shop Studios. So, like, hey. uh, message us if you want to come and uh, assist that. Shout out to Dave. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Dave from The Damn Truth. And, um, yeah, so uh, if you want to come check that out, we're recording two songs live, filming it for YouTube and stuff. So that should be really cool. And uh, otherwise, uh, we might we might be we might be making a little surprise appearance at uh, Rosewood um, next Tuesday for the Tuesday Jam Nights at Rosewood. Okay. So Rosewood Old Port, check it out. Bong bong. Skinny. I'm just here, so you know. Okay. <laughs> My usual message: Don't drink and drive. Always wear a Jimmy Castle. Safe sex is good sex. And once again, the Suicide Action Montreal Hotline is five one four.